Welcome everyone to the first episode of Crunch Time. I'm Mikey. I'm David. And I'm Sam. Today we'll be discussing everything that's going on in the sports world today. As many of you know, the coronavirus pandemic has put the sports world on hold, and it's affecting athletes and entire seasons. So David, take it away. Yeah, so due to the coronavirus, the NBA has suspended its season, the MLB has suspended its season, and the NHL has suspended its season, while the Olympics... It's looking a little shaky. What do you guys think about that? Do you think the Olympics will be canceled? Well, as right now, the Olympics are projected to go on as usual. I think it's a little too early to tell, but right now, I couldn't see the Olympics getting canceled. And all I this... Think, hey, I think it's a shame if they would cancel the Olympics, but there's so many people coming from all over the world, so that's the type of place where the coronavirus could spread. Yeah, especially when you have all, as you said, a lot of countries together... You don't know. I think they got to be very serious about this. Depends, you know, they could not have any fans in the arenas. That could be a concern. Um, what do you guys think about March Madness? That was canceled. Very disappointing. I, I, yeah, I think it was the right decision, but extremely sad. Uh, I think if one player had it, then the rest of the NCAA athletes could have gotten it, which could have been a crisis. And anyone who's in contact with any of those athletes would be self-quarantined. So I think it was just too risky. The NCAA's main priority is the safety and health of its student athletes, and I think it was the right decision because of that. I think it sucks also for the seniors because they don't get to play in their last March Madness tournament. Yeah. Just a complete letdown. You work the whole season for this moment, and then you don't get to participate. And it's just the sports world is not in a good place right now. I think um, for all seniors who are in Division One through Division Three. I think they should be granted an extra year of eligibility. To I first. agree with you. Yeah, I yeah. agree as well. And maybe work on, on some classes in the meantime at the college. And the I, college yeah. work out some programs. I yeah. specifically feel bad for Cassius Winston. You know, he's been through a lot this year. Firstly, his brother committed suicide. Then Michigan State, you know, was in a slump. And they really started to turn out at the end. But now it's, you know, it's canceled. And you can't show off March Madness. Because I think Michigan State could have been a contender. And I, it just stinks that the season has to end this way. Yeah, yeah, I also feel bad for um, Miles Powell of Seton mm-hmm. Hall. He's been through a lot, got into trouble as a young kid, kind of turned his life around, got better every season, even turned into a top three player in the country. Uh, Seton Hall started to play some of their best basketball of the season, mm-hmm. and I was looking forward to a nice run from them. Kind of sad for him because he uh, exited his name out of the NBA draft last year, and this could have been a nice way for teams to get his name on the radar this year. What do you think, Mikey? Any specific seniors you feel bad for? No, I mean, I'm not going to go and name names here, but it's just, it's definitely a difficult thing for all the seniors to have to deal with. And as Sam, you said before, I do think they should be granted with an extra year of mm-hmm. eligibility. Um, and now to the NBA. Do you guys, how long do you see this suspension going for? Because Adam Silver said it, there was an indefinite suspension, so we don't know how long it's going to be. Well, he but put I, a one-month high. Yeah, so 30 days. The situation after that. I mean, yeah. I could see the NBA. My prediction is I say they start playing games in June with a couple weeks, let's say, of no fans. And then I'm going to say they go right into playoffs from there which would be nice if that happens because all the sports will be played at the same time, the NHL, MLB, NBA, and the NFL preseason, potentially. And I think if this happens, a very neat situation will occur. I don't know if you guys have saw this, but if the seeds will stay the same and they go right into playoffs, the Nets will be the eight seed and the Bucks will be the one. 
And if that happens, potentially KD and Kyrie will return mm-hmm. against the strong Buck squad with Giannis. I mean, that's and potentially yeah. we could see a eight to one seed upset. In yeah, the first I mean round. that's that's a good point, Sam. But I'm looking at the Western Conference and I'm looking at the eight seed race between the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, Trailblazers. You know, those teams, especially John Rant and Zion Williamson, their battle for rookie of the year, that's still gonna, that's happen. Still gonna happen. So if that if they jump right into playoffs, then we we don't really know what's gonna happen because one of those two teams will not be in the playoffs. So let's say John yeah. Morant gets in the playoffs and he you know performs very well, then he'll win rookie of the year most likely. And if it's the other way around, then Zion will win most likely. But it's just that eight seed race is that's very competitive. And so, I think yeah. the, this year's winner of the Rookie of the Year award goes down to which team is going to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be I agree. Oz Grizzlies or it's going to be Zion's Falcons. Well, Sam, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, as of now, I'd say it's John Morant. The sooner mm-hmm. the NBA returns, I say the higher the chance Zion has to win the Rookie of the Year because he's outperformed John the games he's played. Just he's had limited chances to do so. And if the NBA doesn't resume as soon as possible, I see it very difficult. But, Zion but you have to think about this. You look at the Grizzlies team and name one of the superstar in the Grizzlies. You can't. If, but if you look over at uh, the Pelicans, then you have Alonzo Ball potentially. And you have Brandon Ingram, who's a first-time All-Star. So you look at that. Yeah. and he's I say the, Jaron Jackson is an All-Star in the making. but In the not, making? He's not a superstar right now. Brandon Ingram is a superstar right now. He's not mature enough to take them far in the playoffs. I, I think I think if the Pelicans or the Grizzlies, whichever one is AT, they're going to lose in the first round anyway. But I'm interested to see. I think those two are going to have a rivalry for a long time. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that plays out. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I think Jonas Valanciunas, speaking of uh, proven players on the Grizzlies, he's definitely a nice player. He's proven himself in the NBA. But besides that, I think the squad's looking pretty weak. Justice Winslow is a nice player. Oh, Dylan Brooks, he's had an excellent year. But besides that, the squad, I, I just don't love the team in general. Yeah, I think if Zion was here for the whole season, I definitely think that the Pelicans would be the 18 instead of the Grizzlies. Yeah, I, I agree. So just to conclude this coronavirus talk, um, the league was suspended because Rudy Gobert contracted the coronavirus. And it was pretty ironic, guys, because um, – the day before, he started making coronavirus jokes, and he touched all the microphones, and little did we know that he was actually able to contract it and spread it. So, Sam, what what are your thoughts about that whole situation? Uh, I think he probably learned his lesson. Uh, it's, I think it's a little disturbing how he was a little careless, and his careless actions uh, infected other players, such as Donovan Mitchell and... Emmanuel Moutier, I think. And apparently Donovan is is very mad at Mm -hmm. Rudy Gobert. And apparently Rudy Gobert was acting very careless in the locker room, touching everything, making it a big joke. Well, he he apologized. I I think he pledged $500,000 to Arena members to help pay for their salaries and to help uh, protect against the spread of the disease. And he he posted a very sincere Instagram uh, letter apologizing and saying how badly he felt. And he kind of made it seem like he was very sincere about the entire situation. I agree. And other notable athletes with the coronavirus, as we know, it's very 
the coronavirus is spreading in Europe. As Arsenal coach and Chelsea midfielders and the Juventus players. So the soccer world is being rocked by the coronavirus. Many soccer players are quarantined and the top five European leagues have suspended play. So hopefully this pandemic gets resolved soon and the sports world can go back to where it was. But for now, everything's on hold. Yeah, it's a little scary, I'd say. It's very sudden uh, yeah. disease. Like, the spread of it was quick. And as soon as someone, uh, as soon as scientists really, like, started examining it, it got worse and worse. And there's no cure right now. I think there's nothing really we could do as sports fans except to wait patiently for the next event to happen. Uh, the XFL actually continued playing games as per usual. But they canceled. Which might have been. Yes, what they eventually canceled. I think it was a little scary yeah. at first, but yeah, yeah. Think, unfortunately, uh, yeah. unfortunately for the sports world, everything will be canceled. But it's the right thing to do. You know, we don't want to risk their health. And as much as it's disappointing, it is the correct thing that they should do. I also think that when the leagues resume. Athletes are going to be like pumped up. They're going to be hyped up. Like the playoffs, LeBron must be so excited to take his Lakers. And I think that they all want to put on the show because sports revolves around the fans as well. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a very competitive sports world in the next few months. So let's just hope this whole pandemic gets resolved. Yes. And going into March Madness, since it was canceled, what were you guys' predictions for the tournament? Uh, I think this year I've never been so unsure about the predictions. I feel like there were okay. 10 to 15 teams that were equal – Baylor, Duke, Kansas. Uh, I think you could even throw Gonzaga, Wisconsin. What about Florida State? Florida State, definitely you could throw up there. Kentucky, LSU, mm-hmm. Auburn. Creighton. And some unexpected teams like San Diego State. Creighton. Well, I, yeah, Utah State, uh, Creighton, and Wisconsin. The Big East had an incredible year this year. Yes, yeah, Seton Hall. Seton Hall, Creighton, State. Villanova. Yes. I would throw Duke, Kansas, and Baylor at the top. I would say Wisconsin could have made a nice run. They were performing excellently. But I think Kansas was my front runner, if I had to say. It was nice yeah. to see them. But as a team. I, I agree with you, Sam. I think Kansas would also have won it because they have the Azabuki at their center and Devon Dotson running the point. But if you look at Dayton... I think we're underrating Dayton. You got they got Obi Toppin, who's potentially a top five draft pick, and they've done something this season that we've probably never seen them do before. You know, they had a great season. Unfortunately, their season came to an end this way, but you they had a great season, and I just think that we should give them an equal opportunity because look at them; they're a good team. They're ranked third. Why are we Why are we ignoring them? I agree with you. I just think. Obi Toppin's been carrying Dayton a little bit, and if he were to have a bad game in the tournament, I think they'd go out like very early. So that's the only thing with Dayton; it's a little bit risky. No, I see that, but I just think I mean I don't feel, I don't feel like they have as complete of a team as teams like Kansas do. But mm-hmm. they they could have made a nice run, and they they had an impressive season. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I don't think no, anybody. I, I agree they had a nice season, but they they beat a good St. Mary's team. I guess you could say. They, when they played good competition, I, they just didn't perform as well as they should have, in my opinion. Well, they lost to a mediocre Colorado team. 
They lost to a Colorado's a not Kansas mediocre. Team. They were in the rankings for a good bit of time. Yeah, and they but, they lost to Kansas uh, by five in the beginning of the season, I believe. Like they were in it, they forced yeah, overtime. I, not many teams I mean, can do I that. Guess. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, they killed the Rhode Island team, mm-hmm. and right now, what were they in the country? Three. Yes. Yeah, they were number three in the nation at one point. Yeah, they, they had a good season. I just couldn't see them beating a, a March Madness Kansas team or a Duke team. Duke started performing pretty nicely, too. But towards yeah, the end, they kind of slumped a little bit. That's Yeah, but they I also think perform. we're comparing Duke to last year's team, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like We can't expect that type of performance every year, but... What about UNC, guys? What were your expectations for them going into the season? They're not even ranked. Well, it's yeah, they, uh, it's, they wouldn't even have made the NIT. It was a pretty disappointing season for them. Uh, Roy Williams. Was... Do you think they'll keep their coach? Or... Yes, they oh, should. Yeah, There's no point of not to. Their whole season was messed up because of Cole Anthony's knee injury, and that's kind of undeniable. So if he gets, well, if he stays healthy the whole season next year, then we'll see what happens. Cole Anthony's going to the NBA. There is zero doubt. Yeah, probably. What about Lamelo? Probably. I think he'll go in the draft. Uh, I would say right now it's too early to tell. I feel like the NCAA tournament is a great way for players to showcase their talent. So it was a shame that some of these players couldn't show off to the coaches. Um, I think right now my draft board goes. Mm, I put Anthony as a number one. I say Mello at one, Edwards wow. at two. Ooh. What about that? Uh, what about that Israeli guy? I forget his name. Oh, Denny? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would throw him at three and Cole Anthony at four. I think Anthony I Edwards think- can be my number one because I think NBA teams are going to be a little skeptical of Lamella Ball's potential just because he played – in Australia, but I don't know because Anthony Edwards is performing very well this season for only freshman. Yeah, like, you got to look at that. Yes, he's on Georgia, and Georgia's not the best, but he's he put up great. There's numbers. been a lot of hype around Lamelo Ball. I think he'll perform in the NBA. I don't think I think I, he's gonna be significantly better than Lonzo Ball. No, I disagree. Right, I think they're similar players i think Mello is a better shooter a spot shooter as of now i think lonzo is a much better playmaker and i think he has a higher basketball iq and he's proven that he could deal with himself under pressure i think everyone is sleeping on james wiseman i could see him going top five definitely i would i think he's being underrated he's a seven foot one man with a seven foot five wingspan and when he was at Memphis, he was pretty much unguardable. Sam, he played like think, two games. Yeah, I could see him going. Yeah, I don't but... think he had enough experience to go that. No, I agree with Sam that he's going to go early, but I disagree with you when he said he was dominant at Memphis. He played like two games because of the whole suspension. But he was, he's been working out privately, and there are rumors that he could go he to the Warriors. He played three games. Averaged... He averaged a double-double. Come on. It's three games, buddy. Yeah, but he had a field goal percentage of 77%. That's I'm not denying that it's good. I just don't... Mitchell Robinson's field goal percentage is up there, bro. And we're not talking about Mitchell Robinson being in 
incredible player. So I don't think we can determine someone's like caliber based on three games. I I get that he can go early, but to say that he was also the number one recruit out of high school. He was undoubtedly he was dominant force. Memphis is not valid at all, in my opinion. Uh, mm. All right, and before we wrap up today's show, guys, Tom Brady, who do you think will go this offseason? David, why don't you start? Uh, you look at this. You look at the new board. So you have Ryan Tannehill just signing a four-year, hundred eighteen million dollar contract with the Tennessee Titans. So that's off the table. Then you look at the Bears. They they're most likely going to stick with Trubisky. Possibly sign like a Teddy Bridgewater. Look at the Bucks. I think they're going to re-sign Jameis Winston. Raiders. I think that's a good chance. Tom Brady goes to the Raiders, or my the Chargers are another team that they could be interested uh, in. I but they're most likely going to draft Justin Herbert, signs. which is the problem. So I think he'd go to the Raiders, or I mean, realistically, he'll probably resign. But I, I personally think he he will go to the Raiders. There's a I lot disagree. of skeptic about him not staying, and I believe it. I don't think he's going to stay. I don't think he'll stay. I agree with you. I think the Bears. They might look for a Teddy. Br- I think Teddy Bridgewater returns yeah. to New Orleans. Really? Even if it. even if they have Breeze next year? Yes. All he has to do is wait two years, and he's got the keys to the offense. I think the Bears will look to either draft a quarterback in the uh, in the early picks of the draft, maybe trade up on the board. They could look to tr- sign a player mm-hmm. like Marcus Mariota, maybe trade for Derek Carr. I think the asking price is a little too high right now. So let's say they sign some – I say they go with Marcus Mariota, okay? I think Jameis is going to go – I think he's going to stay at the, the Bucks. Raiders. I think to the Raiders. Wow. And the wow. Bucks will either go for Herbert or Phillip Rivers. They were... Well, the Chargers are going to get Justin Herbert at this – I mean, if you look at the mock draft. I think Brady is going to go to the Chargers. That's my – Really? That's your pick. And they mm. sign a offensive line. Someone – Good offensive lineman, maybe the guy out of Louisville, uh, three hundred and eighty pounds. I forgot his name. He ran a nice job in the combine. I mean, hey, Brady going to the Chargers wouldn't be bad. You know, he'd have a connection with Keenan Allen. I think that would be pretty lethal. I think also uh, Eckler. That would be a nice I don't connection. Think capable of winning a Super Bowl though. No, but I, I think Brady's days of Super Bowls are over. No, I think I think it's a, it's it really truly depends on his offensive line and his receivers. Because, yeah, that Brady survived with basically no true running game. Like they had like Garrett Blunt and they had Sonny Michelle for those two years, but it wasn't really that big. They never had a superstar running back. Their offensive line in New England's always been great, and their receivers up until like three years ago were fantastic. You had Gronkowski, Edelman, um, Russ Wes Welker. Like you look at that team and. Like 2015, you're like, oh, this team's amazing. You know, they can win it all like three years in a row. But now they're nothing. They have no offense, no receivers. So he goes to a place of yeah. receivers and an offensive line, and I think he can win another one. All right. Well, we'll see. Thanks for coming in on Crunch Time. See you next week.